Welcome to Good Morning, the podcast on a mission to open up the conversation around grief and loss with honesty and humour. Hosted by Sally and Imogen, we interview interesting guests to hear how losses shape their lives. Join us as we laugh, cry and drop the odd F-bomb. Welcome back to the Good Morning Podcast and to Grief Tip Tuesday. Today's topic is all about rituals to keep your loved one's memory alive, which is such a big thing. And it's so helpful to do and keep that connection alive after you have experienced loss. And we often get a lot of messages from listeners saying that they've got a milestone or a significant date approaching, like the date of their person's passing or their birthday, and they aren't sure what to do. So this episode is all about ideas from our community about ways that you can keep their memory alive and honor them on those big days. And, you know, it doesn't have to be on big milestone kind of occasions. It can just be every day, you know, just kind of keeping their memory alive and keeping that um, connection to them. So we had loads and loads of responses for this one, didn't we? And so we've tried to include as many as possible. And thank you, as always, to everyone who shared their tips, experiences and advice. I have actually got my mum's anniversary coming up and there were some things in here that really helpful and I might take um to honor her on that day in a couple of weeks so thank you to everyone um there are some amazing suggestions in here as always oh Sal have you got anything planned so far for you just going to kind of take it as it comes I know it's so hard with these days I've got a few things in mind I haven't firmed anything up um yeah I always go to the spot where her ashes are scattered um and I always try and do something that she enjoyed um but I might try and shake it up a little bit this year but I'm really just just seeing how I feel on the day I always kind of give myself a space I have a plan but then if I just want to lie on the sofa that's also okay so yeah we'll see And before we do jump into the tips, if you do need some extra support, don't forget that we have set up a Facebook support community group called Good Morning Grief Community, and that is open to everyone. And we'll link it in the show notes as well so you can find it. Um, But let's get started, Sal. Okay, so to kick off, Mira has shared some of her thoughts on rituals. And she says, I think it's something that lots of people probably want to do, but struggle to do as well or as much as they'd wish to. And I could definitely do with some tips on this. So I'm sure hearing other people's tips will help me. Yes, not everyone knows how to honour their loved ones. Um, it can feel quite overwhelming sometimes to know what to do, especially in that first year. Like, let's be mm-hmm. honest. It can be a really daunting and like overwhelming thought, can't it? Because it can feel quite like a a really big moment as well when you approach that first like milestone. And there are so many in the first year, you know, there's a lot of firsts and thinking about sometimes it it can feel overwhelming. Um, Mira says that one thing that does help her is is letting her friends and family know that it's okay to share memories of her mum. Um, and when they do share snippets of her mum, you know, she feels like it's a ritual in itself because it is keeping her mum's memory alive. And I think that's really lovely. And Tula says that she wears her mum's perfume to feel close to her. And Kelly actually has a similar one as well. She says that her mum was um, always so scared that they'd stop making her favourite perfume. So Kelly would buy it for her 
every birthday. And then since her mum has passed, Kelly's made it her um, sort of ritual to buy that scent now and wear it. And she bought more on her mum's birthday, as well as lots of samples to give out at her celebration of life. Um, and she says the reason for this is because scent is the strongest of the sense memories. So it makes her feel closer to her. And that's that's really lovely. I remember that message coming through and thinking that was a really beautiful thing to do. And scent is so strong, isn't it? Like sometimes, I don't know if you've had this, but you can just get a whiff of the perfume that they wore and it just takes you straight back to them, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I think I sent you a picture when I went op shopping the other week. Which and- time? Oh, yeah. I mean, I go all the Lit- time. Literally every day. Love an op shop. Um, but there was this little bottle of perfume. It was my nan's perfume. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Is it like... Oh my God, Gerda's? Is this Gerda's, Gerda's. perfume? Gerda's scent? What is Gerda's Ger- scent? Oh, it's like an old perfume, like 1711 or something. Hang on, let me have a quick Google. Um, did you get it did you buy it yeah it was like four dollars or something it's like this little vintage bottle oh number four seven eleven it's like quite an old perfume and I was like oh that's my nan's perfume mate honestly I literally opened that bottle and it (gasps) took me back in time it was wow it took me back it was like being there with my nan so oh my god do you know what I I I have that with so I've got a box of like sentimental things in the cupboard here and in it is my grandfather's pipe and I have one whiff of that pipe and straight back. It's yeah. just amazing. It's just held onto that like gross tobacco smell, but it just reminds me so much of him and it's so comforting. Like, I, oh, it just makes me oh feel like he's there. Yeah. So Tula, Kelly, absolutely. We can see why you would use that as a really lovely ritual to kind of feel like your mum is still there and, you know, um, your mums are, are close to you by wearing their perfume. That's, that's really beautiful. Yeah. And Kanna says that she has a tree that blossoms pink, which was one of her mum's favourite colours. And she calls it the nanny tree for her children. And they have hung special things on it. She also suggests organising a fundraiser or a charity walk for a cause that means something to you. Both beautiful suggestions, Kanna. Thank you for those. And Make a Swish 44 agrees with Kanna. And they say to donate to a charity that was close to their heart. And Ada has a similar suggestion. She says she gives help and charity in her dad's memory. Helping others is what he always did. Such a good thing to do, isn't Mm, it, Sal? And Goldie agrees and says she donates to a local animal shelter because her twin loved animals. And Kelly says to keep talking about them, especially to kids as it keeps them present. Sierra says, I got a tattoo. So the reminder is always with me and it's small so I can cover it. You got a tattoo, didn't you, Sal? I did. I got a tattoo of a rose in my mum's honour. And I just, yeah, I love that it's just a constant reminder. Yeah. And I got one done of my mum's handwriting, but it was before she died, but it's even more meaningful now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And and Tina B says that she also has a tattoo that represents her loved one's spirit. So beautiful. Christine says that she makes her signature dish with the kids, which is biscotti. Yum. Grace wears a ring made from her son's ashes. Oh, yes. I've asked Ant for a ring made from my mum's ashes for Christmas, actually. Have you? such a grievous Christmas present, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) What do you want for Christmas? Oh, my mum's fucking ashes in a ring, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how how the present list has changed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god why are we laughing at this because 
Because you have to. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> Otherwise, what else are we going to do? Cry. No, I'm actually like really excited about it. But I, um... Can you tell me like if it's good? Because I mean, you know, I haven't been able to face my mum's ashes yet, but one day I would like to, and I would really like to put it into a piece of jewellery. Definitely. I am. Um, yeah, there's a few suggestions that some of our listeners have um, put forward for good, good people in Australia. So I'll keep oh, posted. Yeah. Um, and Aisty says that sometimes she sends texts to her person's old number. And even if it doesn't go through anymore, it just makes her feel like she's communicating with them. And I have done similar things, actually. I've like, what's that? My mum, mum's number when it was still active. It's just kind of, you just feel like you're having that conversation with them. And it is a nice Aww. little ritual. Lucia says this one is really simple, but so important. She says, talk 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 about them and Wendy's world agrees she says just keep talking about them and period archive agrees with Lucia and Wendy and I actually really like the way that she describes it here she says just keep talking about them just because their time on earth side is done their impact on your life is not and that's, wow yeah that just uh, really struck a chord with me yeah. so just talking about them if you can't think of anything else to do in terms of a ritual just yeah talking about them is enough isn't it yeah and just keep talking say it louder for the people in the back as well just keep them alive and Imogen has a really lovely ritual here what, that me? she wanted to share not, not <laughs> you mate not you another I was like, what's my ritual no <laughs> what a great name bloody great hell. name good name that one um so she's got a really lovely ritual she says that most nights she says three things about her mum that she was grateful for which is so lovely. And Hannah has a really beautiful ritual here as well. Hannah says that before she goes to bed each night, she says, good night, mum. I love you. Sweet dreams. Oh. And Aileen says that she always says good morning to her husband, Joe's ashes. And Becca has a similar one as well. She says that she taps the box of her mum's ashes every morning and says, good morning, mum. I love you. And I miss you, which um, is, it's just, yeah, keeping them in, part of your every day it doesn't necessarily have to be a milestone does it it's just a ritual as no. part of your every day keep them alive and that is something that dr edith eager told us to do didn't she she's like meet your mom and tell her that you love her like it's okay to say it out loud and just say it as if they were there and can hear you it's so important so absolutely love those guys and um and Tina says that she looks at the moon and remembers how her mum loved it. And every time the moon is out, she makes it, you know, a special kind of moment to talk to her mum, which is really lovely. Um, and ND says she's created a memory box of their favourite things. Yes, we love a memory box, don't we, Sal? <laughs> the key part of a grief sesh, they are. Right, that is step one of the grief sesh is whip out your memory box, <laughs> isn't it? It is. Be sure to get you going. Um, so Je Jessica says that she always makes sure she orders his favorite Dunkin' Donuts coffee flavors when it comes out each season. Yum. Carly says that she still buys her daughter things. She was just a baby and she would have had her an entire life's worth of gifts from her mum. That's so beautiful, Carly. And you you buy me gifts from my mum, don't you, Sal? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. we go op shopping. Yeah, my favourite thing. And Charlene says that she has to do something that involves a community each month in her daughter Hazel's honour. Heather says that she brings up her dad whenever she can. She tells stories about him. She talks to him out loud and she also writes to him. I think there's something really cathartic about talking about them and writing to them. And 
yeah, it might not, you know, it might not fit, always feel easy to talk out loud to them, but I do think that it is just a, a really a nice ritual that you can include in your every day just to kind of keep that connection to them. It's a great way of keeping a connection. And I, I don't, can't remember who told me this. I think it was one of my many therapists, but they um, suggested that I write a letter to myself from my mum. And it was such an amazing experience to do. And I felt so connected to her. And it was almost like I wasn't even in control of what I was writing. It was like she was mm-hmm. connecting with me through me doing that exercise. So that if someone is feeling really disconnected, like maybe try that because it was a really great exercise for me. And I got a lot from that. Um, That's a great idea. Yeah. And Tiffany suggests eating at their favorite restaurant to keep their memory alive. And this next one sounds a bit like you, Sal. (laughs) Eleanor says she cracks open a bottle of wine and puts their music on and cooks a yummy recipe. Yes, Eleanor, you are speaking (laughs) my language, my friend. Um, (laughs) I always make my mum's favourite meal and on special occasions like her birthday or the anniversary of passing. And I also do it while I'm listening to her favourite music um, and with wine. So I, I feel like this is a perfect opportunity to let our listeners know what we discovered about our mums on the topic of cooking. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Can we, because when, when you were reading this, I'm like, I would never cook my mum's favorite recipe because she couldn't cook. Like she got better as time went on. But can we just tell people another similarity between you and I, Sal, that is so random. It is so random. Okay. I don't even know how we got onto this topic because we were like talking about our mums and then we discovered that both of our mums didn't have ovens so <laughs> it's so random my Who doesn't have ovens my mum refused <laughs> to get an oven in her kitchen so she got her whole kitchen refitted she was like nah I don't need an oven so she used to like cook on this like halogen oven this little like camping thing yes the camping yes. thing that goes on top of the bench <laughs> and then when I was the trying to thing. and your mum did the same thing right literally the exact same thing I had that fucking weird stove thing that just sits on the bench like a cooker thing you take camping with you not an oven <laughs> oh god that was the funniest when I was when I was trying to sell a house like because her kitchen was quite new but they were yeah it was like like, where's the oven yeah why isn't there an oven I was like I just she just didn't see a need for it like I mean is that progressive I don't know I don't know but I just love that our mums were the same in many ways like that is ovenless 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 motherless daughters yeah oh I can't I've lost I've lost track now that was just too good not to share so Katie Um, says an easy way that she um remembers her loved one is through eating their favorite foods and remembering them and you know when she goes out or is on their on her way to a restaurant to have their favorite food like makes her feel really close to them and I think yeah food evokes such strong memories doesn't it and it's just a really lovely way to keep them alive so I will definitely be cooking my mum's food on the anniversary of her passing and I know not in an oven not in an oven (laughs) true rose style (laughs) yeah ovenless uh memorial dinner (laughs) (laughs) um Carly says that we that she baked a cake for her son's um, birthday and passing and this is a really good idea, actually. They've frozen it. So like you would a wedding cake and they'll eat a big slice on big milestones. So, you know, due date, birthday, anniversary of his passing. And then next year they'll bake a new cake 
for the celebration and next year's milestones. I think that's that's a really good idea. What a that. great idea. And we've got another foodie here. So Margs suggests taking the day off on their birthday and making their favourite meal. And Tina says, listen, listen to... Tina says she listens to live jazz while enjoying a nice meal as Ryan loved both. And Kelly also agrees. She says, do an activity that they enjoyed. My sister loved paddleboarding and I always wanted to try it. Olgs Olgs says that her brother loved to play the piano. So after he died, she learned to play the piano. That is really, that's really special. Mm, It's a lovely way to remember them, isn't it? Taking up a hobby that they loved because you kind of feel close, like you're doing it sort of with them in a way sometimes. Yeah. And Georgie listens to her brother's favorite music as a ritual to keep his memory alive. And Jacqueline agrees that listening to their favorite music is a big one for her. Kate has a similar ritual here and she has a playlist of their favorite songs that she listens to all the time. And Kristen says that her husband plays music for her dad's home from her dad's homemade songbook. Oh, how good is that? That's lovely. So thoughtful. And I think there's a common theme here, you know, about music like there's something really powerful in in listening to the music that they loved and the songs that remind us of them like I I don't know about you and well I think it's the same for you like every time I listen to the music my mum loved like it just takes me back I feel like sometimes it brings on a massive grief sesh but other times I feel so close to her yeah it's one of those things isn't it you've got to be kind of in the right headspace to listen to it like sometimes it's too raw Mm. and sometimes it's exactly what you need in the moment and great for a grief sesh go (laughs) shawty is back here with another shawty it's your birthday (laughs) (laughs) it's back with another great suggestion she says that every death anniversary her family lights um, lanterns with little messages which is really lovely and I love this one Amber says they've started a dad adventure day on the anniversary of his death Kathleen has a really lovely suggestion here she says that they have a table at home with her dad's urn photos of him and the funeral handout and people come around and they bring plants and other things to add to the table in his memory and then they all cook his favorite meals and wear one of his shirts so quite an immersive experience I love this yeah how good and and Kathleen also has a very good one here she says um they scattered her dad's ashes at the last beach that he went to so she goes and sits on the beach or runs or plays in the sand and she feels close to him and it's a ritual to kind of keep keep that connection and his memory alive so there's some really really lovely suggestions there and I think yeah if you do have an item of their clothing as well just wearing that as like a ritual to sort of feel close to them I wish um so when I was back in the UK and I I had to clear my mum's house out in that you know I had like a month basically before I had to fly back to Oz and I was ruthless. And I just you were. Threw, I was. I just threw everything <laughs> Listen out. Listen to episode, which episode was it? Episode two. No, episode one. Episode one, yeah. Yeah, and hear all about the ruthlessness of the house clear out. But I actually wish now that I kept like one of her cardigans to wear or a jumper because I just think that that would have felt really nice. Aww. Like I would have felt like I was wearing her. But anyway, I'm glad that other people might get to do that. And Kathleen, they are some epic suggestions. So thank you. Yeah. And Laurie says that the grave is so important to her. She often goes to maintain it and to leave flowers and make sure it's in order. And Jackie also does something similar. She says she decorates her mum's graveside every week in her honour, no matter how exhausted she is. 
And 13AH29 says during the holidays, she visits the grave and has a picnic with family. Penny says she lights a candle for her loved one on special occasions, but also when she's sad. And Alicia says that her loved one bought her a candle. And when she misses him, she sits down, lights it and remembers the happy things. And Katie also has a memorial candle um, along with the funeral card and jewellery on a special wall shelf at home. So she's got like a little, um, yeah, I guess it's like a little spot where she can look and remember them, which is, is really lovely. And Sarah says she listens to old voicemails to keep their memory alive. And Gotta, gotta Bees Me says, keep their photos or art on display. Talk about them when things pop into your head. Like if you see something they would have loved. Rachel says she wears something and carries something of her sister's every day. Lewis says, keep using some of their favorite sayings or tell their jokes. And that, that's a really good one, isn't it? Um, mm. Just, yeah, their little, their jokes and their sayings that they used to say. And it's so nice when people like bring that stuff up as well. Yeah, we, um, my nan was German and she quite often would get English sayings like mixed up and we still like, <laughs> we, we call them girderisms, um, but we still like as a family, like um, send each other like jokes when we think about one of hers. So there was one like- Give um, me a girderism now. Oh, there are so many. <laughs> so there was one, um, you know, there's like a English saying like every Tom, Dick and Harry. And Harry. Yeah. So she used to say every Tom, Dick and Barry. Oh, um, and what's the sandwich one? Wait, didn't she used to bring? No, maybe that oh, wasn't yeah. a Gerdism, but that sandwich story of Gerd oh. I love. So she used to, sorry guys, I've really gone off on a tangent here. <laughs> so I used to be a hairdresser at Tony and Guy, which back in the early 2000s was like the height of cool. And um, there was a Coventry market where my nan used to go shopping every like Tuesday and Thursday. So anyone that's in the UK will know there's like a, a bakery chain called Greg's and they sell like sausage roll and sandwiches and stuff. And um, my nan used to come in after she'd been to the market every Tuesday, every Thursday with a Greg's bag and she used to buy me a tuna fish sandwich. That's right. That's right. She used to come into the salon. I'd be like doing a client, you know, they'd be like, it was like really cool. And with your um, mohawk happening. With, with my mohawk and like, you know, and she'd come in and she'd say really loudly, <clears throat> she'd like dangle the Greg's bag and sort of shout over the hairdryers. I brought you a fishy one. <laughs> and, but it became like for, for about six years, she would literally come in religiously. So for anyone like if any of my colleagues noticed that she wasn't here they'd be like your nan's not here is she all right and where's then your when fishy one yeah where's your fishy one it, honestly if I message anyone from Tony and Guy that I used to work with if I just messaged them the words fishy one they would know exactly what I meant it was like a running joke anyway uh-huh. anyway she also um used to say things like um so when my granddad had his hair cut um like you know like short back and sides as you call it in the hairdressers she'd be like oh he's had his backside and shorts done <laughs> Um, just really cute little things that just yeah girderism so anyway back to the point yes like talk about them tell their jokes or the little things or the quirks they used to say because it just like we still like we remember her that way and it's just so lovely love that and Hannah says she wears one of her cousin's hats almost every day and it makes her feel close to him Bethany has a similar one here and she says that she wears her brother's shirts all the time to remember him And Brittany says watching old movies that she liked has helped. And Madeline says some of the ways she keeps her husband's memory alive is by setting him a place at the dinner table and talking about him and doing his favourite things. Rachel cooks her mum's favourite key lime pie. 
Yum. And Bailey says visiting the places they went alone together helps her to connect. And TGN Therapy says they write and speak to their daughter. And Jula also suggests talking to them. So, yes, lots of writing. Keep talking to them. They are great ways to stay connected. And Shannon also says she writes her mum letters in a special journal. That's the thing. It doesn't have to be a big sort of, you know, uh, sort of ritual that takes, you know, a lot of time and a lot of effort. It's just the simple things that you can do in your everyday as well as on those special days right just to keep them kind of close and feel like you're honoring them so things like yeah talking about them telling their jokes writing letters to them I'm definitely going to do that writing a letter from my mum I think that's a brilliant Mm, idea it's great um Claire says that last Christmas was her first one without mum um so she really wanted to do something special to make her part of the family's day still and so as soon as she woke up she went and lit a candle in a lantern on their doorstep and it burned all day until she blew it out at bedtime and she said she cried when she had to blow it out but it felt like a really nice thing to do throughout the day and she now plans on making it a ritual and doing it every year and telling her little boy why they light the candle each year and because it's for his nana and that's just yeah that's a beautiful a beautiful way to kind of involve involve them in like a, in a special day that's so nice I might take that one up too it's a really beautiful one um Tasia says that she wears her mum's necklace and talks to her like she's still there she says she looks at her pictures and videos and I really like this one she says she still talks to her mum's old co-workers and friends and she says it's funny because even with her being gone I still feel her she's been keeping me going and she still gets on to me about certain things and I think there's that having that connection with their friends still and you know people that were in their lives I know you are still in contact with a lot of your mum's friends and and this Sunday we've got the Yaya sisters picnic this Sunday in the park with all of my mum's friends and I can't wait I love it. So nice. Because I bet you feel like you're sort of with your mum, don't you? Absolutely. And it's just that kind of that motherly energy around as well, because, you know, they're all our friends around my mum's age and they've known my sister and I since we were babies and they know everything about my mum's history way back, you know, when I knew her and just the stories that come out and the jokes that are told, like, she's living on through them and through us and it's it's so beautiful and I I really cherish those those times and you always do I know that every time you've met up with them you find out something new about your mum every time don't you (laughs) which is always amazing and I was actually thinking back to talking about what I'm going to do for mum's passing oh Albert's he's going for gold underneath me by the way snoring (laughs) again so if you can hear these weird noises that's what it is um that I was going to send a message to some of my mum's close friends and say, I've got, you know, the anniversary coming up. If you can share a memory, I'd love to know. Like, just, you know, see That's if anyone... That's a great thing to do, Sal. Yeah, like, you do know, that. someone might have, yep. might have um, you know, a new memory that I don't know or something I don't know about my mum. And so, yeah, I'll keep you posted. But I love that. Doing that. Um, Jay Luna 414 says, my husband passed away last year four days before thanksgiving so this year we're starting thankful baskets and we'll deliver these to the fire department that spent 45 minutes cutting his truck open to get him out and performed cpr on him for 45 minutes and we'll also be sending them to the icu team that took care of him for four days and put my family in the hotel nearby since we couldn't be at the hospital thanks to covid restrictions and i'm hoping to make this a tradition each weekend before thanksgiving 
Isn't that incredible? That is. And what just... a way to pay it forward as well. Like that's just, just so beautiful. And IG Hawk Farm says um, they have this suggestion for keeping their memory alive. And she says, when I think of something that reminds me of them, and then when I see it, I say that it's that person saying hi. So for example, my mum died suddenly this year and she loved roosters. So I always smile when I see anything with a rooster on it. And I feel like it's her saying hi. What amazing tips as always. And some really interesting common themes there, which we hope help you guys. You know, there was food, music, talking to them, writing to them, sense, all of those things. So many wonderful tips. If you do try one of these tips, we'd love to know. Send us a DM. Um, let us know how you're keeping their memory alive and stay tuned for our next Up Close and Griefy episode, which is going to be specifically around supporting yourself during the festive season, because we know that's a big one for you all. And yeah, we'll see you all next time. Thanks, Thanks for tuning so. in. See ya. Mm-hmm.